The United States Champion of Justice. Fixing America's issues one state at a time. We have serious problems to solve, and we need serious people to solve them. Welcome to the Darian America Show on WCGO. This is America. Don't catch you slipping now. Don't catch you slipping now. Look what I'm whipping now. Good afternoon and welcome to the Darian America Show. The United States Champion of Justice, fixing America's issues one state at a time. That's right, y'all. And you see my man, 50 Grand, I done pulled it out. I done went into the, the archives and pulled out my good old U.S. Championship belt, man. And before I go any further, I definitely have to say hello to the prettiest producer on the north side of Chicago, probably in the world, the handy-dandy, beautiful Nancy Drew and the Hardy Boys. What's up, Nancy? Hey, Darian. The world? The world, man. Wow. World. Boy, do I love coming to work. You should. I got to say good <laughs> stuff about my producer, man. She be back there busting her backside, and I love her for it, and she's pretty. So. Aww. So sweet. There we go. Love you. That's what I'm talking about. So let's get off into it, y'all. You see, I got my belt, man. I was feeling a little, uh, you know, I just was feeling bad. And I know when I put this belt on, I feel like the world is at my feet, man. Even though I have never been in a wrestling ring and defended my belt, I went on WWE.com and I bought me a belt. And uh, this belt actually took me through IMS. I went to, I did two graduations with it. And there was a guy who was like, what? He had a... A U.S. belt. Well, I'm going to get a championship belt. So, you know, his belt was big and beautiful. And mine was what it was. And um, I just want to say, I don't hate on nobody, but I'm in the industry. So we'll just leave it there. <laughs> so let's get to it, y'all. And I'm going to do, I, I said, I'm going to do like old school, man. This first segment, I'm going to do uh, this segment with the belt over my shoulder. It just feels, it feels right, man. It feels like it belongs. And that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to leave it there. For the first segment, and then I'm going to, you know, get a little, little grind. I'm going to roll my sleeves up and get into it. But I am going to get into this first segment. This is supposed to be Baseball City, USA. This is the first time I can remember in my lifetime that the Chicago White Sox and the Chicago Cubs were in the world. Ah, let me say that right. <laughs> I'm wishful thinking they were both in the playoffs at the same time. But you got to look at this year, man. COVID-19 has ruined everything. I mean, they had a 60-season game, 60-season, uh, 60-game 60 season, 60-game season where they were doing stuff. They had, like, in extra innings, they would put a man on second base. They had double headers that were seven innings. They did so much to try to make baseball continue, and the Cubs and the Sox were both in the playoffs. Even though the Sox started to stink a little bit, I'm from the South Side, and if I had to choose, and I thought this was the year where I was actually going to have to choose a team, I'm still choosing the Cubs. And everybody know I'm a diehard Cubs fan, and the Sox, they stunk. One of our cast-offs, I mean, I remember being, well, I was at IMS actually doing my internship when Dylan Cease was still in a Cub uniform. He was a pitcher for the the St. John's, no, the South Bend Cubs. I always say St. John's and South Bend. I mix them up. South Bend Cubs. And they didn't want to put him on the field. And I'm like, man, you know, I didn't came down here to do an internship. I want to see some Dylan Cease. He was there for about two weeks, and then they traded him, him and Eloy. <laughs> well, Eloy was gone first. But they traded both of them to the White Sox for Jose Quintana. And Jose Quintana got a ring with the Cubs. But everybody like, well, you know, Dylan Cease is going to blow up, man. He throws 100 miles an hour, and man, Eloy Jimenez is going to blow up. Well, they still don't have a ring. 
<laughs> and Dylan actually stunk up the place. He reminds me a lot of the big, tall, robotic pitcher that the Cubs had. I can't. He's escaping me for right now, but this guy was big. He was tall. He threw over 100 miles an hour. Ferns, Kyle Fernsworth, where, what happened to him? He was supposed to be the next big thing. He was like the next Ferguson Jenkins. And the Cubs shipped him out of town, never to hear from him again. He stunk bad, but he could throw 100. So can Dylan Cease. Cubs must have knew something. But either way it goes, the White Sox went out of the playoffs. And you know me, I'm thinking, okay, I'm about to get big-headed and the Cubs will be there. And the next day the Cubs will go. <laughs> so this ain't baseball city no more, man. The, the New York can have it back because the Mets and the Yankees do what they do. But I got to give it to these guys, man. They're still performing with COVID-19 in the world. And people are still getting tested for it, and people are still coming down with the virus. And we're going to touch on that later. So the Bears, I don't know why I felt the need to start with sports. Or maybe it's because I got a championship belt over my shoulder. But everybody was dissing the Bears, talking about how bad the, the Falcons were going to beat the Bears. And honestly, the Falcons were beating the Bears. I actually did a News for You news segment on the Atlanta Falcons because they are the, well, I don't know if they're the only team, but they're the first time in their history where well, they have lost two games back-to-back when leading going into the fourth quarter by 15 points. They lost them both. The Bears, Matt Nagy, man, I got to give it to you, man. I know he tried his best. He was working hard, and he was he was trying to make Mitch be that number two draft pick overall. He was trying his best. Matt got tired of Nick. <laughs> man, he got not no. Let me switch that up. Matt Nagy got tired of Mitch Trubisky, and he brought in Nick. So, and I, you you got to see it for sports media. They all they have they've stopped talking about Nick. They've been talking about. Well, I keep saying Nick. They stopped talking about Mitch, and now they're talking about Nick, and they act like Mitch never played quarterback for the Bears. It's a shame, man. Nobody wants to see somebody lose their job, but if anybody had to lose a job, it was Mitch Trubisky. And Matt Nagy was like, you know what, dude? I've tried. I done tried to make you be better. You got to sit down for a while. And if we know Nick Foles' history, Mr. Biscuit will be back, y'all. Nick Foles don't play a full season. He is injury prone. But how could you be mad at him, though? He got 300-pound men diving on him. So I can't be mad. <laughs> I can't be mad. If you will be mad at a 300-pound man diving on you, call me at 877-711-5611. I'm 260. Ha-ha. <laughs> Where am I 260 with pride, man? I This has been a journey for me. And I'm going to get to that a little later on in the show. We're going to talk about that. But Matt Nagy, you made the call. I'm proud of you. I know it was hard. I know management was like, look, you got to try to find a way to make this work. You got to simplify your offense. You got to do things a little differently. We saw a, produ- a, a, a quarterback. Nick Foles is a professional quarterback. He ain't the greatest but he had touch. He had accuracy. He knew how to play the position. Mitch Trubisky cannot play that position. He needs to learn more. And you got you to gotta admit, John Fox had him first. And for a whole season, John Fox was a lame duck coach. You know, the lady's like, what is he talking about? Well, ladies, get, some, get your pen out. You'll learn something. John Fox was <laughs> Nancy like, I ain't got to learn nothing. <laughs> John Fox was a lame duck coach. And they ended up firing him, and they started the offense all over again when they hired Matt Nagy. So it was almost like Mitch Trubisky had two rookie seasons. Yeah, this ain't a rookie season, and he was coming up for some big money. He didn't earn it. So I think Mitch Trubisky will be a journeyman quarterback at best. He'll probably do six years, 
but his bills are paid. His family's bills are paid. He's going to have lights and gas as long as he manages his money right. Mitch Trubisky will always have a job. He can go into the media. He looks, he's handsome. Mitch look good. You know, he can rock the, the suit, the shirt and tie, the open tie, whatever. Mitch will be, he'll have a job. He'll be around. You know, Cade McNown, he was one of our greats that we drafted that stunk. Cade McNown's bills are paid. That's what I grow up and want to be like. When I wake up in the morning, I want my lights and gas to be working. I want my car to be paid for. And I would love a house and a good paying job. But, hey, I'm on Chicago's airwaves, and I say that all the time. I love doing this, and I will never complain because somebody else could be doing it, and I could be somewhere shaking a can trying to get some change. So, the defense. Yeah, I meant to talk about them, too. I'm so proud of our defense, man. They hanging in there, and you got to admit, our defense ain't the greatest in the world. This is going to be entertaining, especially with COVID-19 woven into the inter- to the fabric. I'm very proud of the defense, though. They give it their all, man. And they go out there and they try. I got to admit, you don't see them loafing. They go out there and they do what they can. I mean, sometimes the offense is better than them that they're facing, but it is what it is. So that's my sports coverage. (laughs) I wanted to talk about that because we had a very sporty debate and that's going to be all over the show. I mean, we've, everybody's been talking about this debate. I didn't get a chance to see it all. I didn't get to see any. I may have seen clips of it because, of course, I was at work. But I did hear some when I was driving home after I finished my shift. What, <laughs> what's wrong with Donald Trump, man? <laughs> Donald Trump, he was giving it to Biden, and he just refused to listen to poor Chris Wallace I asked a question on my Facebook page. Do you blame Chris Wallace for that debate? No, you can't blame Chris Wallace. You got to look at it like this. Donald Trump, no matter how you feel about him, he is the POTUS. He's the president of the United States. And can't too many people put the president of the United States in this place. If he feel like talking, he's going to talk. And that's what Donald Trump does. You know, I personally don't believe that Donald Trump is this person that he puts on. I believe he does a caricature. I think Donald Trump gets to this point where he's like, man, I'm going to give the people some entertainment because let's be honest, president of the United States is boring. You can try to act like, let's think about the presidents that we've had. And a lot of these presidents were in existence way before my existence. I don't think John F. Kennedy was boring. I'm not sure Richard Nixon was boring, but how many presidents can you name? You don't think about the president often because the president of the United States is boring. He just has the final say in everything. So Donald Trump ain't boring by by any means, but I do think he's about seven beers short of a six pack. He was giving it to Joe and he would not let Joe talk. It was like they were going over each other. They have decided to change what the, the process is for debates. So we shall see. What state are we covering, y'all? This is the Darren America Show, WCGO 1590 AM, Simulcast 95.9 FM, the United States Champion of Justice. We will be right back. Fabian Soul, Dottie Stacks. Let's do it. Yes, welcome back to the Darren America Show, the United States Champion of Justice, fixing America's issues, one state. At a time, 
What state are we covering today? We're going to get to it, y'all. Hang in there. We're going to get there. Ooh, Dottie Stacks. Hello, Dottie. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Spade be keeping some honeys around him, man. I can't be mad at him for that. Hey, big boys do it better. <laughs> so, I left off. I was that debate, man. That debate was wild. If you have any opinions about the date debate, you can always call at 877-711-5611. You can leave it on my Facebook page. That's uh, facebook.com slash Darian D. Silk Sims. Or you can go to the Facebook WCGR radio page. They both got me. They both got me. And I'm still working on some stuff, man. I am going to still come today. So just hang in there. Hang in there with your boy. I got you. I got you. So we were talking. About, I was talking about the debate. Donald Trump was going ham and Chris Wallace was trying to control him. You can't control Trump. You got to let Donald Trump be Donald Trump at this point. But something did come amiss from this whole debate, for the lack of a better term, debacle. It was a debacle, man. You both shouldn't be talking over each other. And I don't care, you know. These are, <laughs> I sat back and I thought about it. These are 70-plus-year-old white men arguing at each other. And I'm trying to get information and I'm trying to listen. Both of y'all need to shut up. Both of y'all. No, both. B-O-F. Both of y'all, shut it up. We didn't get anything resolved. And honestly, I'm not even interested in seeing They got two more debates scheduled. I don't want to hear from either one of them right now. We got bigger fish to fry. But Mike Pence and Kamala Harris are going to do a debate. Is Mike Pence going to take Donald Trump's lead? I mean, they're saying that they're going to put in restrictions and things like muting the mic. I mute the mic all the time. I got a karaoke show, and I can mute the mic. I Shut up. I don't want to hear you. People try to get up and grab a mic. You know, they would come. I, I'm, hey, the only karaoke DJ I know with four hot mics. But as people were singing, folks would come up and grab a mic. And I'm like, dude, you're out singing the person that asked to, to you know, they put in their time. They signed the sheet or gave me signing slips or whatever. You're in the way. So I would mute them. How come the presidential debates aren't the same way? You should be able to mute them. I can't imagine why you wouldn't have a mute. I got a mute now. If I start yelling to Nancy, she can mute me. T- chime in, Nancy. What's uh, up? I was going to mute you just to kind of be funny. <laughs> <laughs> Around here, that'll probably be like perfect. See? Uh. <laughs> Nancy muted me. So if she can mute me from back there, why can't you mute the president going back and forth with the former vice president and Chris Wallace? Mute him. Shut it up. I want to hear some stuff. If I have questions, I need you to answer. But... It's come out now that Donald Trump has COVID-19. President Donald Trump has COVID-19. Him and his wife, they've quarantined themselves. They actually took Donald Trump to the hospital for presidents. And I'm curious, man. Is that a ploy? That's my first question. You know, we shouldn't have had scandal around. I mean, man, my girl, Olivia Pope, Kerry Washington, played her role (laughs) as Olivia Pope. And she went from a fixer all the way to B613. And honestly, she should have been the vice president or president of the United States. It should have been her and Melly Grant should have been president and vice president. We've seen so many things. Two presidents got shot on this show. One was able to survive a bullet to the head and he totally got back to normal. And then the other one, he took a bullet through the head and he couldn't make it. It was going to be our first Latino president. 
Frankie Vargas. Yeah, I used to watch Scandal. I was a Scandal head, man. I mean, Shonda Rhimes, she could write her tail off. But it made me think, though, does Donald Trump really have COVID-19? Did the Republicans say, look, man, you talk too much and we need you to shut up for a minute. So you have COVID and you relax and, and sit down somewhere while we get this thing together. Because I know Republicans are like, what have we gotten ourselves into? They, they try to stand behind Donald Trump. They're like, look, he's part of the Republican Party. They're trying to support him. But he is ridiculous. You know, I know that there are Republicans that are sitting around like, oh, my God, this dude is representing me. No, uh-uh. And when you lose faith of a party, that can be 10 years down the line before you're forgiven. We're eight. You know, well, he set up for Joe Biden to do two terms. And then a lot of people are saying, well, Joe Biden ain't going to survive the first term. I don't know about you, but Joe look good to me. <laughs> he looks good to me. I don't see anything wrong with Joe Biden. He can live well into his 90s. I think Joe Biden can do 10 years, 20 years standing on his head. So stop thinking that he's going somewhere. But it did make me wonder, did, did, does Donald Trump really have COVID-19? And I've been on Facebook. Uh, you're going to get to that, too, because Facebook is something else. Why are people celebrating Donald Trump getting COVID if he really does have it? I don't care who you are. COVID is ugly, y'all. COVID is ugly. It took my worshipful master away, and he was two years younger than me. They said he died from COVID-19. He passed away in March. I don't want anybody to pass from this. That's, again, you know, I care. And then I saw a comment on Facebook. One of my family members was like, we as African-American people, black people, we have to show empathy because of the things that we go through. And he's tired of showing empathy. He like, I don't care. I really don't give a damn about who make it, who's the president, who gets it. But I get you, man. <laughs> I hear you. But that's one thing we can do. We can debate. We can, we can agree to disagree. I don't want anybody to get this. COVID is an ugly, ugly disease. I wouldn't wish this on my worst enemy. I keep saying that, but then I think about my worst enemy. One of them has passed away. <laughs> he did not like me. And, you know, I was upset that, well, I was saddened by his passing. But he didn't like me. And we, that, we, didn't, we didn't squash that. He's gone. I still don't want to wish this on Donald Trump. If he truly has COVID, God bless you, man. And I hope you can survive this. I don't want Mike Pence as my president either. I don't care how long it is. But I hope and pray that Donald Trump can get past this. He is older. They said it attacks older people. So I want him to survive it. Because I ain't going to lie, man. I want to see him and Joe Biden go at it again. And I want Joe Biden to kick his butt. Yeah, I said it. <laughs> What state are we covering? When we come back, we are covering the state of offensiveness. And I get to tell you all why I was put in Facebook jail. It's Darian America show, the United States champion of justice. We'll be right back. Michael D. Nelson, let's go. Hi, I'm Darian D. Silk Sims, the host of the Darian America show. And I want to let you know that you're listening to the podcast version of the Darian America show, which airs every Saturday from 2 to 3 p.m. on WCGO Radio. Tune in live from 1590 AM and 95.9 FM in the Chicagoland area, WCGORadio.com, or watch the live feed at Facebook.com slash WCGORadio. The latest podcast episode becomes available every Sunday. You can find it, 
rate it, and subscribe to it on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio. If you'd like to get in touch about the show or inquire about sponsorship opportunities and rates, please reach out to DarianAmerica at Hotmail.com. Okay, back to the show. Yes. Come on, Marcellus Wyatt. La La Land, you're listening to the Darian America Show, the United States champion of justice, fixing America's issues one state at a time. What are we covering today, y'all? Let's jump right into it. We're covering the state of offensiveness. Man, I think the Joker said this line, and I've been living off this line for the past few days, and some people go by it, but if the Joker didn't say it, call me or leave it on my Facebook page, 877-711-5611. The line is, why so serious? Why so serious? Why are we getting offended over things and we're holding on to these things and we keeping them? Let's go into, first off, I was put in Facebook jail. And for those who don't know what Facebook jail is, it's when they ban you for so many days, so many hours, where you can't respond to things. You cannot leave a message. So I was banned for 24 hours, and people were like, you was in Facebook jail? I mean, you're a glass half full guy, the most positive person in the world. Why are you in Facebook jail? I'm going to tell y'all why I got put in Facebook jail. Hmm. I went on a post, and let me break this post down for you. It was the murdering characters of movies. It was Freddy, Freddy Krueger. It was Jason Voorhees. It was Michael Myers. It was Leatherface. And it was Pinhead. These are all the worst creatures, vile villains, characters in movies of all times. I mean, all they needed to add was Thanos, Nino Brown, and the Joker. <laughs> but they had cartoon. They were cartoon characters at the top. And then their real people, persons, were at the bottom. And I typed on this post because, I mean, I don't ride with killers. So I put Americans are crazy. Why would you wear that shirt? Would you wear that shirt that had Freddie and Jason and Michael Myers? I mean, yes, they're characters. But let's think about what those guys do. At least Pinhead was in hell as one of Lucifer's minions. But these other dudes were killing people. You know, what if... They was they, what they were real. The only person that from the, that five that I was told was a real person that did it off his story was Leatherface. And if you look at the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Leatherface ain't going from door to door. You know, it's people that didn't got trapped on their land and they sawing through folks. But you have to be crazy to wear that shirt. I think you are. I'm not wearing a shirt with Freddy Krueger and Jason on it because of what they've done. But I responded to the post. Americans are crazy. And the person who must have put the post there was like, oh, I don't like his, his language. They told me my language is why I was banned for 24 hours because I said the word crazy. Well, I don't think you're bright if you're wearing that shirt. Come on, Nancy. I do not think you're bright if you're wearing that shirt. Come on, Nancy. Come on. What you think? You said crazy. Mm -hmm. I That's said crazy. what did it. That's what did it. 24 oh. hours. Hmm. That's crazy. <laughs> That's what's crazy. Oh, my goodness. I was on a Facebook argument yesterday with somebody, and we said a whole heck of a lot more than crazy. Mm, see? And I agree with you. I think that is something that just should not be worn. 
It's ridiculous. Nah. It's ridiculous. There is no way I'm going to promote these murderers. I mean, let's. I don't know why people get so offended. Let's talk about ghosts and power. I mean, and I, I'm going to, I'll jump right in there too. I root for ghosts. I was rooting for Ghost. I wanted him to become governor. Ghost was a serial killer. Why are Americans rooting for the bad guy like that? Why would you sit there and root? He was killing people. He killed all of his guys who were selling drugs for him. He was killing people. And then he started getting big headed, thinking, yeah, I'm going to get away with this. I'm, hey, you know, I'm about to be the governor or whatever. And then his own son killed him. And now we got Power Book 2, Ghost, where his son is continuously. He's offensive. Are you offended by somebody wearing a shirt with murderers on it? Call me at 877-711-5611. Tell me what you think about that. Do you think it's crazy for a person to glorify these murderers? Just think about the people who've been killing in real life. That guy that went up to, I, I don't even commit these people's name to memory. The guy that went to Wisconsin and shot the Good Samaritans. He came from Illinois, took his rifle up to Wisconsin, and he shot people. Should he be put on a shirt and glorified? He is offensive. He's very offensive. But he'll be, man, I found him in a meme. He was standing up. They called him hero. Colin Kaepernick, the ex-49ers quarterback, was on his knee. They called him traitor. Is that offensive? Yeah, that offended the hell out of me. I didn't like seeing that. But somebody made it. What about reparations? Are reparations offensive to you as an African-American person, as a black person? Do you think they're offensive? When, when states actually sit down and discuss reparations, does it bother you? Did you know that California just signed a bill saying that they were going to form an exploratory committee about reparations? Only reason I know, <laughs> you know, I'm trying to sound bright and big and smart, the only reason I know is because I do a news segment here at the station called News For You, and this came across CNN, where California has decided that they were going to sign a bill. The governor of California, he signed a bill that would put this exploratory committee together for reparations. It doesn't offend me to ask for reparations. It even talked about when the Japanese Americans were moved into concentration camps. I said the name wrong, and one of my peers, he called me on it today. But I read these stories right off of the Internet, and the writers, why they got a job. <laughs> I'm sitting here struggling, fighting to try to stay on the air and make things happen. And this dude writes for CNN using bad grammar, bad spelling. That's offensive. <laughs> Real offensive. And he got a good-paying job. I'm totally offended. But... California was, they formed a committee about should we give reparations. There's a town in North Carolina. They have signed where they say, hey, we can do reparations, but we're not going to give money directly to African-Americans' descendants. We're going to put it in places where African-Americans can grow from it, where it can help them in the community. That's their version of reparations. It doesn't offend me when people talk about it. We need to talk about it. See, offensive is when you get all twisted up and mad at somebody for saying something. We need to have uncomfortable conversations and be able to have uncomfortable conversations. That's why this world is what it is. That's why America is the way it is. We can't have uncomfortable conversations. We need to be able to have uncomfortable conversations. 
You know, Nancy and I, we talked when she first got here. And she pulled my card. She was like, man, you know, I said to her, it was about blacks and slavery. And she was like, Darian, I'm sorry the way that African-Americans are treated in America. But I didn't treat anybody bad. You know, and I'm not mad at her for saying that. It was a very, you, you got to know she was uncomfortable coming to me saying this. I'm 6'2", 300 plus, well, 260. <laughs> but I'm a big black guy. You're a big teddy bear. <laughs> <laughs> but she was able to have that conversation. I was able to listen to her, and I was like, okay. That's very true. And that helped our relationship mm-hmm. because she learned about me, and I learned about her. That didn't offend me. What would offend me is if she walked around this station never saying her mind, and she said these bad things in her brain about me. Because I can only assume, and we know what happens when you assume— you don't know what she's thinking. I don't know what she's thinking, but I know what she said. And she came to me and we talked it out. So no, I'm not offended at that. That's what we need. We need to have more conversations. We need to have conversations about reparations. Why don't we? Why don't we have conversations about blacks and whites and slavery? I think if we had them and we yelled at each other and we got it out, and long as we're talking, we can get beyond this. It has to become a time when we talk. I put something on my Facebook page recently. Well, it was a few days ago before I got put in Facebook jail. <laughs> I asked women. I said, women, what is, a comfort, what is a good weight for a woman? And I asked the women, do you know out of all those responses I got, I would probably say 90%, maybe 80% of the responses. Women were mad. They were offended. I didn't say, you know what, I think the ideal woman needs to be 115 to 135 pounds. No, I didn't say that. I asked women, what do you think is a, an ideal way? And what started, I love QB. <laughs> it's a little pedal thing, and I love the commercial. And it's this black woman on there. She's older. She has gray curls in her hair. And she's just a peddling and a smiling. And, oh, it got me back active. And I'm so, girl, if you don't get your mm, out that chair and go walk. That's how I felt. But she's just as cute as she want to be, and she's just sitting there peddling. She all a 300-plus pounds, and she's just a peddling. Oh, Cupid made me be active again. Girl, go walk somewhere. If you're letting her sit in that chair as her family member, you're offending me. Take her for a walk. She needs to do that. But ultimately, I think, why so serious? We need to have conversations. And if we can't have these conversations, we're going to keep on this trail of going round and round and round. And it's going to continue. When do we get tired and get off the the wagon wheel and say, you know, I had enough of this. It's uh, I want to talk so much about this stuff, man. But we are coming up on a break. If you have an issue with it, if I've offended you, please call me at 877-711-5611. Leave it on my Facebook page. Let me know where I offended you. I would love to have a conversation with you and a conversation. Let's not be Joe Biden and Donald Trump and talking over each other and arguing. Let's converse. That's what I want. So we're coming up, y'all. What We've done what state we're covering. We're going into the Chronicles of the Americanite. These might offend you. They might not. It's the Darien America Show, WCGO 1590 AM, the United States Champion of Justice, fixing America's issues one state at a time. Let's go. Ramona Hernandez and she just got married too y'all this is her right here let's go oh 
Welcome back to the Darien America Show. The United States Champion of Justice fixing America's issues one state at a time. That's Ramona Hernandez with Victory, y'all. She just got married, too. I'm so proud of her. Everybody jumping the broom. Man, they finding that soulmate, and they putting it down. And she was glowing as a bride. She was happy. The groom was happy. I like seeing people happy, man. That doesn't offend me to see people get married and be happy. And it's good that they're being happy. Okay. So, we are going to the Chronicles of the American Night, a.k.a. Dear Darian. Nancy, are you ready to get down? I am ready. Shucky ducky quack quack. We about to do this. <laughs> <laughs> Dear Darian, I've been seeing this girl for a while. She, she's consistently or constantly asking me about sex. I've tried to get to know her, but all it seems to be, all she seems to be interested in is sexing me. Why is that a problem? <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Some days, that's cool. But when I just want to talk to her, it always comes back to sex. She is sexy, but not as sexy as the models on TV. Uh-oh. Hmm. Whoa. He's being offensive. <laughs> she is starting to turn me off with her attitude, but I actually like having sex with her. Ooh. What should I do? Ooh. Nancy, oh. I'm going to let you swing first. That's that's deep. Ooh, that's deep. Wow. <laughs> I don't even know what to say. Mm. She She's good to have sex with, but, you know, she's not as cute as the models on mm. TV or Who anything. Mm. But, you know, I like having sex with her. You know how I feel. Mm. Really? Mm. Here's sex. More sex. Mm. Um... I, I think you should do her a favor and just let her go oh, and wow. find somebody else. <laughs> <laughs> Nancy say, let him go. I mean, that's some good advice. I, that's some great advice. Let me see if I can, uh, I don't know, somebody wanted to use all of this loveliness and this sexiness and that's all she wanted is sex and yeah, why would I be mad? No, I, I feel you, dog. You, you should be mad because, I mean, hey, I'm not the 20, 22-year-old humperino I used to be. I can't do it like I used to, man. I mean, when I was 19, 20, yeah, I do them all night, all day long. Four, five, six, seven, line them up. I knock them down. No, I, I don't want to do that anymore. If she can't converse with you, that's a problem. It's a disconnect. She could be one of those people who just want to be sexual beings. But what's up with you saying she ain't as cute as the girls on TV? That's, that's offensive, man. I mean, everything was good until you said that part. I, I don't... <laughs> You shouldn't be sleeping with her then. But this is what you need to do. If you can't have a conversation, a calm conversation with her, you probably should give her the hook and just be like, baby, look here, man. This ain't finna work. I've tried, but I want more from a woman. And let her off gracefully. Don't just leave her hanging. That's rough, though. If she ain't as cute as the girls on TV, I mean, really, who are? I don't know. <laughs> Nancy is. <laughs> Yeah, shuggy-duggy, quack-quack. Quack-quack. Quack. <laughs> Shout out to Dice Man Steve Levin, man. I, I, where is he? Dice, get well. All right. All right, here we go. Number two. Dear Darian. Hey, I like seeing my name. Shuggy-duggy. My friend has fallen on hard times. She is down on her luck, and she keeps asking me for cash. Ooh, Jared Dillian got a word for that. Um... I've set up jobs for her so she can get back on her feet. She's staying in an abandoned building right now, and she's dating a guy who is allegedly setting up housing for them in Atlanta. I want to see the best turnout. Well, I want to see the best turnout. But 
Ultimately, I am unsure because of the things she tells me. Should I keep trying to help my friend? Ooh, this is loaded, too. Mm. It's a few things going on in this one. Mm. Nancy Drew, save us. Well, first of all, thank you for having a question that does not have to do with sex. Sex, man, uh, sex sales. I like sex. Well, <laughs> yes. Um, however, on a serious note, this is this is a big deal. Mm. Um, I guess I would ask, why is she on hard times? Mm. What's the underlying issue? Is uh, there something bigger? Does she need some intervention? Uh, does she um, does she need like help finding a job mm. or something? What's the real reason going mm-hmm. on? And of course, I'm going to have to say that yes, you should help her, but there's only so much cash in the world now, mm. right? Mm-hmm. So you have to maybe help her get help with people who can give her longevity help. You okay. know. And I always go to the church hey. if there's a church or hey. if there's um, some kind of uh, help group mm. or um, a charity or something that mm. can help come alongside you to help her. Hey, Nancy Drew's smart, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> she kind of smart. Let me put I'm my... a few credits short of my psychology <laughs> degree, but... <laughs> I love her, man. I love her. She turned my saying around on me. I love it. You better... Okay, so this is kind of loaded, man. Let me start off with uh, you try to help her. I mean, look, if you're not a millionaire, you shouldn't be helping with cash. My man, Jared Dillian, the Jared Dillian show, it comes on Monday through Friday on Gab. One of his words he likes to say is, be savage. Don't give them any money because you can't give them enough money to change their life. You know, what's $10 going to do? What's $20 going to do? What's $50 going to do? You want to give me some money? Give me about $50,000. i take that. <laughs> I mean, that would help change my life. $10 here, $20 there is not going to help me. So if it's not going to help me, I know it's not going to help this friend. And then if there's a person who's got, you know, this dude and set up living arrangements in Atlanta, baby, <laughs> you need to go. I mean, are the children involved? Nancy was right. She needs more information. We could use more information, but with the information we got, going to go. If that's what you want, if that person wants you there, I hope he don't get you there and then he changes his mind and he's trying to put you out and you scrambling trying to get back. But if somebody else has housing set up for you and you think this is the right person, go for it. And then let's see what else. She, oh, that's the, that's the last question. <laughs> oh, let's see what, it, I don't know. I'm just looking at stuff. You need to make some moves though if you're going, if, if you're doing stuff. I'm just saying stuff. <laughs> Oh, okay, you're not sure of the things that she tells you. Well, yeah, that person needs to be honest with you. If they're going to expect your money, they need to come clean and tell you what it is. Why are they in distress, like Nancy said? Why are they in distress? How come they need so much money? How come they're coming to you for so much money? But once you determine why they need the money, why they're coming to you for the money, and then what is it going to take to get them to Atlanta with this individual, should you keep helping them? Don't put yourself out. You know, Jared was right. Be a savage. Hold your money to yourself because it's so many opportunities in this world. I mean, hey, Amazon just hired, was it 20,000 people? (laughs) Hey, we're always looking for help. I know I'm looking for help. It's ways to make money here. Make your money, man. And don't lean on the people that are trying to help you. And if you are leaning on them, shame on you. Mm-hmm. Man, y'all, this has been fun. The time flies. We're coming to the end of this. So let me go ahead and wrap this up, put a bow on it. 
Why so serious? What is that we're doing to be offensive? Let's stop offending. Let's go ahead and have these tough conversations. And you tell that person, get a job. It's <laughs> the Daring America Show, WCGO 1590, United States Champion of Justice. We out of here, y'all. Ah, yeah. And you've been listening to the Darian America Show, brought to you by WCGO 1590 AM, Simulcast 95.9 FM. We air each and every Saturday from 2 to 3 p.m. Central Time. This is Darian America saying thank you for tuning in.